on a new level. I'm on a new level. I'm on a new level. I'm on a new level. Brought me a new shovel. Put these niggas in the dirt. Shame with the new bezel. Everybody and welcome to the Robes and Rose podcast. We are back for episode four. Y'all, last week was a really, really tough show to do, only because as we talk about the educated black man, it's always difficult because of what society has pinned our black men to be. If you haven't heard episode three, The Power of the Educated Black Man, make sure you go to our Instagram at Robes and Rose Podcast. Or check out our website, robesandrosepodcast.com, and check out last week's episode. Even if you're not Black or you're of another ethnicity, nationality, whatever, it can still give you some insight to who we are as a people and the power that our Black men hold. But this week, we kind of focusing on something a little bit more fun, something a little bit more self-check-ish. Let's, let's check ourselves. So we are talking about the power of some fitness. I have one of my best friends on here that will be joining us, and that is Scott. He is a personal trainer out of St. Louis, Missouri. One of the best personal trainers that I've ever known, <laughs> definitely in St. Louis. Um, and I'm sure somebody's going to want to argue with me on this on Instagram. But... <laughs> Basically, what we want to do with this episode is we just want to talk to y'all about fitness. We know that we get enough of it on Instagram. Everybody's going keto. Everybody's going to diet. Too many girls are getting their bodies done. And then on top of all of that, everybody wants to be skinny. But if you're like me, you know, you toss it up. Do I want to lose weight or do I want to eat this whole pizza in an hour? And sometimes 95% of the time the pizza wins. So what's up, Carl? How are you? Uh, I'm great today. I'm actually feeling amazing. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I ate, pizza <laughs> I ate a whole pizza yesterday. <laughs> tired and sore. Uh, I'm definitely drained, but I'm feeling good. I'm definitely feeling good. You know, woke up. So that's that's definitely a plus, most definitely in my book. But I'm I'm tired. I'm drained. But life goes on, doesn't it? It's supposed to. But I'm tired. <laughs> But no, I feel you. So, okay, so you're a personal trainer. Tell us a little bit about how you got started with personal training. Like, what what was kind of your flip? Because, I mean, I've seen pictures of you from, like, years and years ago, and you were always, you know, had, like, a nice shape. But, like, you even went into mm. kind of, like, bodybuilding for a second. So tell us a little bit about your fitness journey into personal training. Um, well, for starters, I would like to say that I, I classify myself as a fitness entrepreneur right now. Um, not so much as that personal trainer uh, title. I don't want to be stuck in a box. Uh, and I feel as though individuals that classify themselves as personal trainers, they are put in this stereotypical um, cloud. And I don't want to be in there. I want to be able to expand as much as possible. Uh, so I consider myself to be a fitness entrepreneur. That means I dibble and dabble in every uh, category when it comes to fitness. But when I started, I was just like everybody else that goes to the gym. I was that individual that went in the gym. I was lost. I didn't know what to do. So I was that guy that walked around, looked at the machines, looked at the image on the machines, just like everybody else when they first go in there. And then you branch off from there to looking at people. And then you're watching people workouts and you figure out, oh, I like how their body looks. I want my muscles to look like that. I want my chest to look like that, et cetera. And you start doing what they're doing. I did that as well. 
And from there, I started to find myself venturing off into other things like bodybuilding, as you stated. Uh, bodybuilding was something that just came to me out of nowhere. I was fascinated with how big the guys looked that were in that industry and how their muscles were formed. And I was like thinking to myself, how can you be this big, but you're so defined? And it was, um, I don't know, it was just fascinating to me. So I wanted to try it. And from there, I just went into a full force with working out. Um, just like everyone else, as I've stated, I was an individual who had a workout buddy. And I was in a gym before one day, and I was just like working out with my buddy. And the next day, he couldn't go. So I was sitting at home just thinking to myself, oh, well, when, he's, when is he going to get off of work? Or who can go to the gym with me so that I can work out? And I had a talk with myself, and I was just like, well, I just gotta, no one else will help you get to where you want to be other than you. So do you want this now, or do you want it later when they got time? And I told myself right then and there that I wanted it more so than waiting. So I got up, and I went, and I just started pushing myself each day, and I was telling myself that I could do what it is that I had set out. A lot of people doubt themselves, and that was one thing that I never did. I was never afraid to lift any kind of weight or do any kind of exercise. I worked out with many of trainers, bodybuilders, athletes, and I just continuously grew over the years, as well as studying and um, learning the craft. So I did actually venture off into wanting to be a personal trainer. So I started studying and taking tests and things of that nature. Um, but long after, I just figured I don't want to be stuck in a box. So. I took myself out of that world and put myself into the fitness entrepreneur world, which is where I like to, you know, call myself a fitness model. So I'm that, that image for this world. I'm that individual to whereas if you want to look this way, I not only have the image, I can show you how you can get that image for yourself as well and learning as you go through it. I don't want to just train people. I want people to learn. And that's why I say I don't call myself a trainer. I want people to know what they're doing as they're doing it. And I want people to reach their goals just as bad as they want them. So I don't want people thinking, oh, I'm a robot. I've been called a robot so many times. It's ridiculous. And the only reason people think I'm a robot is because I go, go, go without even gassing out. And it's not that I don't gas out. I gas out. I just don't show y'all. So for social media and all this stuff, you all don't see the pain. You all don't see me aching and hurting and things of that nature. If I had a cameraman around, sure enough, you could see my whole life. I'll show you it. But I'm telling you this to help you all. Like, you are what's stopping you from getting to where you need to be. And that's why I tell everybody, you got to get out of your own way. Stop blocking yourself from getting to where you want to be. That goes with life, period. Not just fitness, but I feel so strongly about fitness is because I have a lot of people in my family that struggle with health issues from high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, injuries, and things of that nature, etc. I've gotten tired of hearing it and seeing it, as well as I have people in my family that are overweight, and that scares me a lot when I have younger cousins and, you know, nieces and things of that nature that are overweight, and I, I'm in fear of their health. And I want their lifespan to be as long as possible, just like everybody else. So if I knew that I could make that change and I could make something happen, I was willing to do it. So that's why I got up and I started making the moves that I was making and encouraging people and supporting them and pushing them to want to get a little bit more in depth with their health and be serious with it. But a lot of people, use my language, they're going to bullshit. And I'm not for, you know, bullying or anything like that. 
I'm not the one to tell you, oh, you can't eat this or you, you don't need to be eating that and put you on a strict-ass diet. I'm not one of those individuals. I, be, I believe is that you can eat whatever you want to eat. Let's just put it that way. I believe you can eat whatever you want to eat as long as you put in the time and the work to get the results that you want. Me, I don't follow a diet plan. I don't do any of that. I eat whatever I want. If I want Burger King right now, I'm going to go buy it. McDonald's, etc. And anybody can have their lifestyle only if you apply what it is that you need to in the gym and in the kitchen. So when you eating these messed up foods, don't indulge in it. That's all I tell people. Just consume a decent amount. Your body will tell you when you had enough. But the problem is people don't listen to their body and they don't listen to their mind either or the way they feel. So that's it. Okay. Hey, Pastor. Give us a whole message. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're going to have everybody in their bio, not a personal trainer. I'm a fitness entrepreneur. Yeah, and I, I'm commenting on everybody else. Like, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. Stick no, to your not. personal trainer. You ain't about this life. So, exactly. I'm out of your league. You know what? If y'all haven't been out. Okay, so Scott's really dope. And it's I have to keep checking myself because I don't call you Scott. Um, I thought you saw your first name. Right. <laughs> oh, so it's awkward of me trying to do this because I keep like at like wrong name. But no, so if you know Scott, then you know that he's super cool, he's super chill. I think that what a lot of people get intimidated by, especially like when they're like coming to train with you or coming to work out with you, is you post your journey on Instagram. So people can kind of see the type of workouts that you do and it can be very intimidating to want to go to the gym with someone like you because they know you push it to the limit. So how is it being a trainer? How how do you gauge everybody else? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know where your body can go. And of course, you've had enough experience to know, you know, how to start somebody off. But how do you make that other person not be so intimidated and not be so nervous? It's more so um, based off of gaining an understanding of the individual, what it is that they want their lifestyle, things of that nature. So before I work out with anybody, you know, the first thing I ask them that day is what they had to eat that day. Because that is definitely something that I need to know, you know, leading up to coming to the gym or even when they're walking into the gym. Because a lot of people will eat something real crazy like Taco Bell, McDonald's or something before they go to the gym, which is something that you do not need to be eating before you go and work out if you're not are really into a regular, you know, workout routine, Rich. Um, but after speaking with them, they'll, you know, in turn, let me know how they eat. Um, they'll let me know as far as their workouts goes, if they've never been in a gym before, if they're in a gym here and there and they fell off. Uh, they'll tell me some of the workouts that they do, things of that nature. Health issues is a really big thing that I key in on because I need to know health issues along with injuries. Because if I don't know those two things, if I just go into a workout based off of what you tell me your goal is, or I want a flat stomach, or I want a bigger chest, arms, legs, or whatever, if I just go into a workout routine, it may be a little too strenuous for you, and then it's going to scare you because you're not letting me know all of the elements of you, and I need to know that. If I don't know everything about you, I can't help you get to where you want to be, so that's something that I need to know. Um, but the first workouts are always body workouts. I don't allow people to touch weights the first time they work out with me. So the, literally 
I'm using your body as a tool against you. I will have you doing push-ups, pull-ups, uh, body squat, running in place, mountain climbing, things of that nature. Get your heart rate up and basically just have your body moving as much as it possibly can with shorter breaks. Um, me, I'm a heavy, heavy, heavy believer in taking short breaks over those long breaks. The longer your break is, it gives your body too much time to relax. And we need to keep the blood moving through the body. We need to keep that heart rate where we need it to be to burn that fat. And we just need you in motion so that you're learning and knowing what you're doing. When you relax, your mind has too much time to just wander off and do what it needs to do. You may be thinking about social media, your life, whatever is going on. But that 30 minutes to an hour you're in that gym, that's you. And that's the only thing that matters. And that's what a lot of people do not understand. You have to take that time for yourself. If this is what you want, you need to cut that time out and focus on you. Not the world, not your phone, not social media, none of that. You, you are the only thing that matters at that point in time. Uh, I love working out with people who are not as educated on it because it gives me a chance to broaden myself uh, because I can let them know what I've learned. And in turn, I'm learning even more because they may have some issues that I may have to go back and do research on. And I love that. Uh, whereas a lot of people would just have you doing whatever they have other individuals doing. And I'm not that type of individual. You have to designate certain workouts and routines for each individual. Everybody can't do what I do. And I understand that. So I critique workouts for individuals. It's specifically designed for you to help you get to where you want to be. Uh, as well as I'm a firm believer in quick results. I'm not one for, oh, I'm going to get here in a year. No, I want to make this happen within a month or two. And that's how I've been. And I've trained my body so hard because I wanted to see how quick I can make these results come. And I was thinking to myself, if I can make myself do this within two to three months or two weeks or whatever, if I had an individual who had the mindset to get there, I can get them there. So it's not that people can't get to where they want to be physically. And in this fitness industry, they can. The only thing that's blocking them is their mind. You would tell yourself you can't do something before you try because it looks difficult. And that's what human beings do. When we see something that's too difficult, we get afraid. We shy away from it. We're just like, no, nah, I don't want to do it because it's too hard. It's going to require too much of me, and I don't want to give it that. And that's where we fail. If you want something bad enough, you need to want it as if you already got it. So I tell people to think of their body that they want and picture the image so strongly as if it's standing in front of you and you can grab it and give it a hug. Want it that bad. You have to have a passion for this. You have to have a love for it. It's just like everything else you got love for. If you got love for food, have a love for wanting your body to look an amazing way so that you can keep eating the food that you want to eat. Or sleep. Some people love sleeping. Think about it that way. Oh, I love the way my body looks so I want to look an amazing way when I'm laying in this bed. I don't want to lay here looking all sloppy like I've been looking for years. No, I need to get up and make myself do what I need to do so I can get the body that I want. People need to do what they need to do for them and stop thinking, oh, I want to look this way because of this or for this season or for this individual. No, I do it for you. And that's just how it should be. Move, like, move forward in life all together. People need to do what they need to do to better themselves and not worry about everybody else okay so we have a 
we all love social media. So on social media, this post was kind of floating around on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And I want to read it. And then, of course, audience, I definitely want you guys to respond like on social media. Let us know how you feel about this. But, Scott, with you being a personal trainer, I'm interested to see, like, your perspective on how you would respond to this. Um, because you're a guy. And then we'll kind of discuss it because I'll give my, my little tidbits on it, too. But it says, here's my situation. I love her. I promise I do. But she's testing that love. We've been married for five years. When we first got married, she weighed about 135 and was gorgeous. Since we got married, she's taken on this whole extra personality. She's gained 60 more pounds. This extra weight is not attractive to me at all. We are both school teachers and administrators, so we get home about five in the afternoon. I've expressed, my, I've expressed to her my concerns about the weight gain, suggested medical attention to see if there's a condition or something. Purchased a gym membership, started buying groceries for the house, and I even started cooking. Nothing has worked. Now she's complaining that I'm withholding sex, but that's not the case. I just don't like what I see and it does not stimulate me. I can't get aroused by a woman that complains and makes excuses all day. I don't like the sight of those rolls and extra meat. I love my wife, but I'm not in love with who she has become. I don't like what I see and I don't like what she's become. I don't know what to do. Communication is not working and I just can't make myself be attracted to something that's not pleasing to me. What do I do? I want to help her, but I don't know how. That topic is a topic that I've uh, ventured off into before, um, but mine is reversed. The individual lost weight, so it was smaller, uh, which in turn will do the same thing that it would do for an individual that has gained weight. Um, I'm not knocking the efforts that were made because those are the efforts that should be made. You cook, uh, you communicate. Those are the big steps. When you're letting the individual know, hey, I'm worried about this, this is happening, and I'm helping you and I'm encouraging you and I'm supporting you. The, all those are big factors. You have to encourage your mate. You have to support your mate. Without encouraging and supporting your mate, your mate gonna feel like you all are not connected, you all are not one, and you're supposed to be a unit when you're with the individual. Um, and I feel as though that goes on both sides, not just one side. But when you're introduced to a person and they look one way and then they change to a whole different individual, you have to adapt to that. And if you're not satisfied with the individual, then you let them know. But if they're not doing anything, then that's the issue on that individual's end. Either they're not satisfied with the whom they are and they have to find that satisfaction, like some way or another. I'm not sure what it is. It may be low confidence, low self-esteem, whatever, uh, to help pick them up. If you're not what they need to help pick them up. Um, but also, I will admit that it does make a man feel less attractive to uh, an individual who has changed and they're not willing to better themselves. That will make you even more unattractive. So as a man, just speaking as a man, if I'm trying to help my woman get in shape or to better her health or whatever the case may be, and she's just so against me, it's kind of hard for me to want to be intimate with you because you're fighting against me. And that's something you shouldn't be doing. If I'm your man, you should be willing to, you know what I'm saying, roll with the punches because I need to roll with the punches with you. And that's just how it goes. In this world, we're all um, kind of like held victim to that, you know, little situation there because we all have went through it. If not, you know, 
I take my hat off to those who never had to go through that. Kudos to you. I wish I could. But some of us aren't as fortunate. We have to go through this life where we're stressed and we're struggling, trying to get our mate to, you know, just be a little bit more upbeat about life. And, and, and it's definitely hard. But in that situation, you have to let go because you can't stress yourself out trying to get somebody to do something that you feel will better them and they don't even want to better themselves right now. So stop fighting yourself in that situation and just let it go. And then hopefully in time, they'll come around. If not, that's just something you are going to have to deal with and accept. If you can't accept how they are and who they become, then you need to have a conversation with yourself and think, well, do I need to get out or am I going to stay and find something that I like to stay? And if you find something that you like to stay, you may end up being miserable and we don't want to live our lives miserably. So I am a firm believer of just letting go and letting things pass. Mm -hmm. So in that situation, don't try to force something that's not really there. So me as a woman reading that post, is hurtful only because you put that on social media and now it's being floated around so it's like you say that you love me and you care about me but then you embarrass me people know your page they see your profile picture you know and this whole thing was screenshotted from his profile so like his whole name is in it picture with her i'm assuming it's with the woman we ain't gonna even try to throw in mm -hmm. shit. but you know <laughs> it just it is hurtful as, as a woman to, cause I mean, I've gained a lot of weight. Like I want to say graduating high school five years ago, I was a uh, like 115 and now like 167 shit, mm -hmm. but things happen and some things aren't on purpose. Now I was one of those people that throughout high school when everybody was like getting their weight, their grown up weight, I just got boobs. That was it, I didn't really gain weight. I got boobs and then like senior year, I kinda got a booty. And I didn't really get my woman weight until I was almost 20. And so that's when I started to like gain more weight and you know, things started moving in different places. And I was like, oh my God, what's that? Boobs got even bigger, <laughs> booty got even bigger. And I was like, hold on now. My favorite right. don't fit no more, but things happen, and so I feel like with this situation, as her husband, then it would be different if like you didn't know her or you hadn't like seen her growth or you hadn't seen her kind of go through these things. So it just kind of is like, what, what is another way that you could tell someone? Like for me, if I was with someone who I felt like was getting just way too big and it was unattractive because for me fat dudes ain't it for me <laughs> fat dudes are not it <laughs> look unless it's cold outside <laughs> and then my nigga i will be cold if it's cold outside you definitely need a fat guy keeps you warm got a lot and of body cold outside <laughs> nigga i will put on it's a gonna coat. be a cold uh very cold winter <laughs> <laughs> but not but like it's an attraction thing like you said you know like trying to be attractive to that and trying to be attracted and trying to enjoy that that is something that is not physically appealing to me is to be with somebody who got that belly that hang over their pants or they try to shove it in their pants and they got that front booty <laughs> going on 
I can't that I can't and I just got this thing where I slept with one really big dude and it was horrible and I would just never do it again ever in life how like uh-uh fuck that <laughs> so dudes tuck their stomach in their pants you ain't seen it I'm gonna send you a picture I'm gonna send you a picture <laughs> So, because I'm not talking about just like no big, thick dude, like football player Bill. I'm talking about fat dude, like fat, huge belly. Probably drink a lot, so he got like a real big belly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to be intimate with somebody. And, oh, hold on, babe. Your baby's in the way. (laughs) Like, what if I'm pregnant and you look pregnant too? Now we just look like some pregnant fat asses. That's a lot of body just rolling around right there. But uh, in that situation, that's crazy. Me, myself, I would say um, the way the guy went about it, putting it on social media is definitely wrong. You don't post your mate on social media like that. And you don't putting that out there to the world like you're on Dr. Phil or Steve Harvey show or something like that. You're not. This social media, man. You don't do that. Um, but yes. Your girl isn't getting the message like, hey, babe, you know, put on a little weight, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm concerned. Or however he chooses to come to her. If that don't work, if he goes to the gym, you can be like, hey, babe, I'm going to the gym. You want to go with me? Or just encourage, hey, babe, I'm going to the gym. Get up, get dressed. I want you to come with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, make it interesting. Make it fun. Be like, oh, go for a walk in the park. You can tell, hey, babe, you know, I'm thinking about going for a walk. Come on. Let's take a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. Even little small stuff like that it help because it's cardio, and you know you can kind of trick an individual into that. Everybody like walks in the park, especially if it's nice outside. Like, hey, you want to go take a walk in the park? Cool, it's nice outside. Let's go. You know, trick her into exercising. So now y'all walking and talking. She don't even know that she's losing weight, burning, fat, sweating, and all that. It's cool, but you have to like go into it with a good heart good positive thinking and everything do not put nobody on blast because putting people on blast is not going to make them move any faster as a matter of fact it's not going to make a move at all okay mm-hmm. uh, you have to let them know sincerely behind closed doors if you have to you could just like hey babe when i met you this is how you was looking and i've noticed you've put on 50 60 pounds and it's not healthy weight and i'm worried right now because of all the massive weight you put on, and I don't know if it's going to cause issues later on, but I want to make sure we as a whole, as a unit, are good. Because I'm not trying to lose you, and I don't want you to lose me. So I want us to keep this shit going as long as we possibly can. So we need to both be healthy. So if I'm going to jump on this health bandwagon, I need you to jump on that with me as my mate. And if you all are there, she should understand that she should jump on with you because she should see the sincerity, you know what I'm saying, in it when you tell her and when you're expressing these emotions and feelings and stuff like that. You never put it out there to this world of social media. This world going to destroy your relationship before it helps and improves. Don't ever go to social media to help improve your relationship or nothing like that. Don't go to social media for advice for your relationship. Keep your relationship away from social media. The world does not need to know what's going on with your relationship, whether it's good or bad. You only show them what they need to see, and that's not no negative stuff. You never show them that. And that's just 
how it should be. You don't do bullshit like that. I feel you. I think, yeah, I think the delivery is what could fuck up everything. Like, she could definitely not want to do anything at all now because, like, the delivery was messed up. Um, right, definitely. I, I don't know. So, moving on to the, to, like, the next part. Um, So, as we talk about relationships and fitness, how has how has working out and just being in fitness kind of like helped you um, in relationships? Like even like with friends, are you more open? Do you feel more comfortable? Do you get approached more now that you work out? Um, what's been kind of like the difference for you? Being in fitness definitely will bring you more attention than you will ever know. Um, I was, I wouldn't say I was a fat kid. I wasn't a fat kid. I was, like a chubby kid, and what at that point in time, like of course I had low, you know, self-esteem. My confidence definitely wasn't there. Uh, so when I started working out, my body started to change and muscles started to form and everything like that. Of course, women notice my muscles forming and everything. And women love muscles. Like I don't know a woman that don't love muscles. There's very few women in this world that just like fat dudes or skinny dudes. But more so than anything, this world loves dudes with muscles that are in shape. Their bodies look chiseled, they got abs, things of that nature. Uh, me being in the fitness field has brought me so much attention, it's crazy. Being in my body has transformed so many times, um, controlled, I wouldn't say it wasn't out of my control. I controlled every transformation. It brought me a lot of, a lot of attention. I've had women talk to me just because of the way I look. They wanted to, be next to me, show me off. It was a trophy. So the roles got kind of switched. Whereas, you know, usually a dude, he's walking around and he got his trophy. Whereas now I'm the trophy. So fitness definitely brings you a ton of attention. You'll get the attention without even having to make the effort, if I put it to you that way. Uh, also, it makes you feel good. It helps build up your confidence as well. When you see yourself looking good, you feel better about yourself. When you look in that mirror, you're like, damn, I'm sexy as a motherfucker. Like, it, it just gives you that that high that nothing else in this world can give you when you see yourself transform from what you were to what you are now. Um, fitness definitely going to bring a lot of stuff that most men don't know about. Stamina. A lot of you men out here, they be taking stuff. They try to keep themselves good in other areas in the bedroom which is cool but you don't have to rely on supplements and pills and things of that nature but what you do need to worry about is this fitness fitness itself is going to get you there when i try to tell people that it's going to get your stamina up through the roof i feel it i feel it so what i'm trying to think when i have worked out with you i, I hate you um <laughs> I, I hate you. I don't know how many times have we worked out. One, Quite a few two. Times. I know Fritz, not that yeah. many times. I don't like working out with you. Everybody think my workouts are hard. I don't know why. Know, it's not that it's hard. What? Your workouts are not hard. Your your workouts are not hard because I actually enjoy the workouts. That's why I always say, "Hey, send me the workout. Let me do it on my right. own." I don't like working out with you because you're an asshole and you think everything's funny. <laughs> Like, you think everything's funny. And then because it's me, 
You're always you got like, No, I'm so sad. I'm dying. Let's just get this over with. Like, let's just focus on the workout. Let's do that. We can laugh later. Let's let's just let's just get through this. You be like, come on. And then you want to start laughing. And then you want to start telling me you was just doing this and the bo- shut your ass up. Why are you talking so much? Leave me yeah. alone. That's the that's the human part about it. When an individual tells you they can't do something while they're doing it, that's funny to me. Oh, I can't do this, but you're doing it. So tell me how you can't do it when you're doing it. Let me please give me an understanding of that. That's why I laugh at people. It's not I'm laughing at them struggling. I'm laughing at them doubting themselves as they're doing what they doubted themselves on. So that's why I say when it comes to me being a better fitness trainer, entrepreneur, or whatever you view me as, I'm going to encourage you so much to the point you you have no choice but to believe in yourself. I'm not going to allow you to do Because it's not, but you know what? You're a great trainer. But I don't know. I think it also depends on the type of person that you're training. Because you're a great trainer, but you may not be the trainer for everybody. Like, for me, I need... I need a more aggressive trainer. I need somebody who is just going to tell me what I have to do and I don't too much have a choice. Like, don't let me talk crazy to you and that be it. Because I'm probably going to cuss you out during this workout. Still love you. You're still my best friend. You're still an amazing trainer. You're still this and you're still that. But I'm going to call you a couple different dumbass motherfuckers during this workout. Like, I've had hypersensitive trainers and I've always been like, I can't work out with you because I can push you over. I need somebody who can literally, this is your workout. This is what you're doing. We're not changing it unless you're in some real pain and something just really went wrong. Otherwise, get your ass to work. And I think I think that you kind of figured that out, though, because after our first workout, you've kind of gotten that together. Like once I heard, you, you got to come a little harder. <laughs> I'm not gonna do this shit. I'm just gonna complain. Thing about people, they they do that dumb stuff, you know. And a lot of guys let people dictate to them will not do. Whereas with me, I'm not gonna let you dictate what you will or will not do. So when I'm training an individual, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not gonna do that," and I tell them, "Hey, look, this is the workout. This is what we're doing." You don't have a choice. I'm not altering. The only reason or way that I would alter a workout is if you're physically incapable of doing it. I mean, you have some type of illness, injury, something along those lines that's preventing your ass from doing what the hell I need you to do. But in some cases, well, I'm not going to even say some cases, all cases, a lot of people are just bullshitting so I look them in their face. Hey, look, we're not moving until you do this. And I will stand there and look at you until you do it. Otherwise, we just wasting time. So who time are we wasting? Yours. You paying me. You want your money to go to waste? I definitely feel a lot it. Of, a lot of these trainers, they want to be all oh, the good trainers. So, you know, they they don't apply that pressure like needed when it comes to working out with individuals or training them. They let that individual control the workout when you shouldn't. And I think a lot of guys, they get too caught up in this social media mode when they're recording the people they're training. They're so focused on posting them on social media, they're not really focusing on the workout and what the individual is doing. I don't need to record you. If I need to record you, somebody else needs to record you. I need to be focused on making sure you're doing this right. You're learning. 
Because if I have to tell you every time how to do it, you're not learning. I need you to learn. And that's where a lot of trainers fall. Go to Club Fitness. You'll figure it out. They do it in there. They'll talk to you for an hour. You work out for an hour, but you've only worked out for maybe 10 minutes, if that. Then break a sweat. I doubt you're even tired. And like I said before, I'm not the, the type of individual to just let you do whatever the hell you want to do and bullshit you. not. I consider myself to be the best at what I do, and I am the damn best at what I do in St. Louis. I go to another city, and I take over there as well because I believe in myself, and that's what other individuals should do as well. I feel it. Well, as we wrap up this episode, I do want to thank you, Scott, for coming on and just kind of giving the people some insight to this personal fitness world. We get enough of what workouts and all of this and that on social media, so I'm glad you provided a different perspective. You kind of gave people some different things to look at um, when it comes to training, when it comes to working out, and even you know, personal trainers out there who may need a little encouragement. I think you provided that and more. So I do want to thank you for coming on the Rogues and Rosé podcast. Loved it. Enjoyed it. One last thing. Please do not fall victim to this bullshit that's going on in this world with these diets, being a vegan, being a vegetarian, keto diet, intermittent, fasting, all of that. People read stuff and they jump into it. Please think about it before you do it. Don't do it just because you read it and it said it was going to make your body look this damn way. Stop that bullshit. If you want to keep eating motherfucking pork, beef, and all that extra shit, do it. Just know that your ass going to have to work harder in the gym. I definitely I feel it. So, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to the Robes and Rosé podcast. It's been mad real. Y'all know that we are raw, we are uncut, and we give you all a variety of topics. So, make sure I check out episode three, The Power of the Educated Black Man. And as you guys listen to this episode, shoot us messages on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know how you guys felt about it. And it's been real, y'all. So make sure you guys check out the website. We have a lot of content on the website. That's where all of our old episodes are at robesandrosepodcast.com. Also check out our Instagram at robesandrosepodcast. It's Brianna Trinae, and it's been real. Bye, y'all.